0: It's time to elevate your snacking game with Wonderful Pistachios. Visit WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more. Hey, what's going on? You're listening to the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. My name is Brie Mitchell. I am the host of the show as well as the founder of Brown Girl Self-Care. Brown Girl Self-Care is a platform and space of intentional healing, rest, joy, and abundance for black women. Let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Uh, Today, I want to talk about, so I just finished up Tabitha Brown's book, Feeding the Soul, and it led me to this place where I wanted to talk about just how we value ourselves, how we value ourselves. So the title of this, which is a work in progress, but I think I'm going to stick with it, is valuing others more than I or we value ourselves or myself. Is this you too? But I want to talk about this because it's something that still comes up for me. And I'm like, if this comes up for me, I want to be in a place where I can have these type of honest, raw conversations because it may help someone along the way, another Black woman that looks like me, uh, in her journey, her journey of healing, of love, of um, blooming, of, of of abundance, and and like all those things, right? Good health, good mental health, good physical health, like all these things are all connected they're all connected, in my opinion, they're all connected. So I want to be able to have these kind of conversations with you. So this is a hard conversation for me too. So if I pause for a second, I appreciate in advance you giving me that space to sort my feelings, sort my thoughts, because again, I take this conversation very highly. So um, valuing myself has been and was really, really hard. It it has been, and it is sometimes, and it was a really, really hard thing for me to do. And I guess as I go through my notes here, I'll kind of touch upon some things about how what I'm doing now to kind of do this work. Um, but literally, it was just about or one of the things that it was about was, because again, I've said on the podcast several times, the Brown Girls Self-Care Podcast, by the way, which is available on iTunes and Spotify. I don't think I said that before. But um, it was really just me not liking myself, me putting the, just putting others ahead of me like they were better than me. They they were smarter than me. They, they were like, it like anything that you can think of. Other people were that, but it was never me. I was never in my mind. I was never those thing, never those things, excuse me. And um, there were several things that I would do and sometimes I still do, which is one of the reasons why. And I think I might've mentioned this in last week's episode. Like I did not want to do video because it was me having to be vulnerable and put my imperfect m in perfect self out there and that's not always easy for someone to do especially if you struggled in the past with like insecurities with these struggles and being in survival mode and um just having like hardships and things like that like it's not easy to to be vulnerable because sometimes vulnerability i always have a hard time saying that word vulnerability it if, if you are vulnerable, if you drop your guard, it can mean, you know, it can sometimes make the difference of you being safe and not being safe, being punished, not being punished, being mocked, not being mocked, um, going with versus going without, being, feeling like you're loved versus not feeling like you're loved and a whole bunch of other things, okay? But yeah, being vulnerable can be, it, it's it, it can be hard, especially when it's not celebrated, like how men are told um not to cry how women are told to like push themselves to the side like just different things you know what i mean being vulnerable doesn't always make you feel uh safe respected appreciated loved supported you know different things like that so yeah um, so yeah, for me, it was just a way like I would make space for others, but it would be hard for me to make space for myself, like literally not making my needs a priority. My wants, how I want to live my life, um what things or people I wanted in my space, what things I, I wanted to experience, like that to me, like I would just kind of like always defer that for one reason or another. And sometimes I will be conscious of this, like knowingly doing these things. Other times, a lot of times I feel like it was a very subconscious thing. When, at least for me, you get into a habit of doing certain things over and over again, you don't even really question it. You don't even really question it. You just, you just do it. You just know it's just better to go along. You learn to, for example, read someone's behaviors. You know what a facial expression might mean. You know, you just learn to learn. You you learn to realize people's cues. Like, I feel like I became very good at understanding uh, someone's behaviors, um, their patterns, things like that. And so if you want to avoid certain situations or you want to avoid feeling some kind of way you just kind of start to build certain habits that again help to keep you safe i'm doing that in air quotes um and you can become very guarded you know in those situations as well but yeah just making space space for others literally like i would let that be my priority and my needs would just be lower on the totem pole at least the the, the needs that i really really the needs I really, really needed, if that makes sense. Hopefully you're following what I'm saying. Um, so that was one thing that I would do. And again, doing it because I would just not value myself, not see my own worth, okay? Something that else that I would do sometimes is I stopped like really taking care of my opinion, uh, opinion, taking care of my appearance. I would not take care of my appearance sometimes. Appearance I don't know why that's a tongue twister I would not take care of myself and take care of my appearance, there will be times that I would do that, like, in other words. Um, it, I, th- I think it was a form of just kind of like going into my shell kind of withdrawing maybe that was a part of my depression as well. Um, and also just hiding myself I learned that because, especially when I was younger. I'm not saying that I have that now, but when I was younger, I would definitely like hide myself sometimes because I had like this womanly shape, I had like the booty, you know what I'm saying, the boobs, I was thin, you know, I had the the quote unquote shape when I was younger. Um, and to the point where I would be, I, I vividly remember being maybe about 13, 12, 13, somewhere in there. And just having like men kind of maybe really just leering and lusting after you, which I think is absolutely disgusting. (laughs) Um, And, um, or sometimes like, I, I, I vividly remember having like, there would be a guy driving down the street and he would like circle back and come back and try to talk to me and things like that. You know what I mean? And for me, that just wasn't it like i just was not especially at 12 13 14 like that just i don't know that just wasn't me so i know that i did hide myself like i wouldn't take care of my appearance it was a specific season where i actually also because of what was going on in my home life i gained a lot of weight and if you know me and you've seen me in person you know that i'm basically I'm only 5'1 to me, that is super short. And I do not carry a lot of weight well. Now, while I am still to me overweight, um, for my own personal reasons, including like I've talked about before, just inflammation and in my joints, they like I'm too old to be carrying this amount of weight, this extra weight, because it's starting I can now start it to feel my break, my body breaking down in certain areas like my knees and different things like that. But um, but even when I was younger. I got up to a really heavy weight for me. And um, I feel like a part of that was because of everything that I was going through was that on top of that, it was me trying to hide myself. I really just did not value myself. I didn't think I was worthy of being here. I didn't think that I was good enough to even like exist on this plane for a season of my life, and so I would just eat my pain away. That was one of the ways that I was able to kind of like compensate for how I was feeling about myself. I think that, or I believe that how you feel about yourself on the inside is going to manifest itself in one way or another on the outside. Not only did I have the like financial problems and stuff that I've shared on the podcast before, but also just like, eating away that, that hole inside I had, that I had a- that hole that I had inside or the way that I felt about myself, um, it, it, it showed up physically on me, especially I'm, I'm going, I'm thinking back to this one season of my life where I really just kind of like, I just stopped caring. I stopped caring about the way I looked. I didn't care if I showered. I didn't care if my hair was all over my head. I didn't care about the weight. Like I just kind of like went into this, protect, I guess, protective mode. And, and, and a part of that again was just not realizing and appreciating my own value. Okay. And I think that can happen when you've just kind of gotten beaten down by life for X amount of time months years decades whatever at some point you're just kind of like what what's the point why why even bother have you ever felt like that i definitely have like why even bother right so yeah not taking care of my appearance um the way that i deserved again of course well, I'll just speak for myself. Of course, there are times that you want to put put your best foot forward because you just want to be cute. You want you want people to acknowledge how pretty you are, or how well you've put yourself together, or um, you know that you like you know just like you look good. You know what I mean? Like, of course, we want that validation uh, from time to time, I, I, or at least I do. I do. Um, but I'm talking about beyond that external validation. Just really not giving a damn. Just not like just. Again, you just you just don't have it in you to care because it requires energy to care. It requires energy to value yourself. To me, it requires energy to get up and you know do certain things regularly. Like it takes energy, and if you are in a, a low state or a dep- even a depressed state or a unhealed place, like you're already just using so much energy just to to survive. To to um, go to work, to pay the bills, to um, think about everything else you have to think of. If you have kids, take care of the kids. You know, just it just requires so so much energy. So if you have to put extra energy into looking cute, like if I had to go to work, yeah, I would shower and stuff. But as far as like, there were times that I would literally just put on a headscarf. And that well, you can't even see this if you're watching the podcast, um, but my hair, it would not be combed. Because it it just required too much time to comb, detangle when you have really thick hair. It just takes too much energy on a good day. And so I would just put a scarf on and it might have like a little bit of bang. But this, like, again, if you're listening to the podcast, you can't see it. But the majority of my hair like this, it would just be, the scarf will be on. I would have the knot, you know, the knot scarf at the top, but the underneath the scarf, it was just a mess um clothes wrinkled didn't care just not not trying not trying at all again you would get the shower and the brush teeth that's all you get, getting right because I'm just going to do my job and that's it I wasn't trying to trying to be cute or anything like that but that's just what it was it required so much energy for me to value really really value myself the way that I deserved so my appearance was just it was just extra that I didn't have in me to give so that was another way. And again, I talked about hiding myself, but again, like I talked about in last week's episode, if I'm not mistaken, hiding myself, not only appearance-wise, but not showing up like how I'm doing this YouTube, out of fear that I will be rejected, out of fear that... um What I had to say just wasn't good enough or I wasn't smart enough or I couldn't engage enough or just, you know, that kind of stuff. So just hiding myself online. And the thing is that as I was speaking to someone about today, like, when we hide ourselves, like at least for me, I feel like I am taking longer to get to that next that God has for me because I am hiding myself and not hiding myself in a way how in the Bible, it talks about hiding yourself within God and allowing him to protect you and and, and th- that kind of thing. I'm not talking about that kind of like tucking yourself away. This is not that at all. <laughs> I'm talking about hiding myself because I'm like, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm afraid of opinions. What will they say? What will they think? Who's going to laugh at me? Who's going to say you're stupid? Um, who's going to talk about how you look? Oh, your hair is this, your your teeth or your skin or your your whatever, you're too fat, you're too dark, like whatever. I don't know. But it's just like hiding myself is has been preventing me from my next. And I know that to get to that next thing I have to continue doing the work in here and a part of that work is me saying you know what I'm going to show up in this space unapologetically I don't have to be perfect thus the clothes sitting on the couch I forgot about when I hit record because I just took a load out of the dryer but um I don't have to be perfect I don't have to be perfect and that's just one of the ways I had not been valuing myself is just thinking that I had to show up in such a way. Um, Something else that I would do and sometimes still do being real is like looking to others for clues of how I should be or what things I should do, what things I should say, how I should think, how I should feel about situations, how I should uh, present myself to the world. I feel like it's okay to get examples and to hear different opinions and you know that kind of thing and to get examples of what you like or like what's out there and available. Like for example, there's probably a th- 100,000 different types of candy in the world. I don't know why the food references came to me like that but there's probably like 100,000 different types of candies in the world. How do you know which one you like if you don't kind of see some of the candies that are out there? and try them for yourself. You know what I mean? But to say that you like every single type of candy because you've seen everyone like all these different candies like that doesn't make sense when for example, I'm allergic to coconut. Period. I'm not going to say that I love um I don't even know coconut candy names, but I'm not going to Is it three no, it's not three musketeers. What's the one? Almond Joys? Sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. That's what I'm remembering. Almond Joy or I don't know what the candy is, but it would be insane for me to say, yeah, I love that candy. When I know damn well I don't because I haven't probably even had it because number one, it looks disgusting. But number two, (laughs) it does. I'm sorry. Almond Joy Lovers. I'm sorry. Oh, Mounds. Mounds and almond joy. Y'all remember that commercial? I'm dating myself. Anyway, I digress. Um, but it would be insane for me to say that I like that candy when I don't, because number one, it looks disgusting. Like I said, number two, I've never had it to my knowledge because it has coconut. Why would I eat that? I can't. I can't eat those type of things that have coconut. So for me to lie to myself and others and say I love that and present as if I do, it would be me not being in integrity with myself, if that makes sense, and when you're not in integrity with yourself you're really not valuing yourself there's no way. There's no way that you can value yourself when you're out of integrity with who you really are like the thing that make it make sense it doesn't you can't make that make sense okay so yeah. But yeah, I would look to others for clues on how I should dress, who I should be, how I should wear my hair, how to, you know, do these things to be liked and accepted and mainstream and like I fit in. But I'm sorry, like a lot of us, we were made, we want to fit in so badly, but you don't. And I'm saying that in a good way, not in a shady way, not in a bad way. We weren't, you you weren't necessarily made to fit in. You weren't necessarily made to be mainstream. You feel me? I know I'm not mainstream. I know I'm not like, I'm just not. you. If you knew how much of a homebody I was and, and just different things about me, uh, you would be like, okay, she's definitely not popular, mainstream, that kind of thing. You guys know that. You guys know that. I try to name some of the, the top songs and shows that's popular right now. I couldn't even tell you other than the ones that I genuinely watch myself. Okay. I'm just not mainstream, and, I, and I'm learning to be okay with that, but beforehand, it really would be me grasping to, to try to hear what others thought about things, or dress the way that others do, because they're so cool, they're so popular, so pretty, they're so smart, and I'm not those things, that's what I'm thinking to myself, I'm not those things, definitely that's not how you value yourself, when you are discarding yourself and pushing yourself to the side to honor other people, like you're not, that is not how you value yourself, all right, um, <clears throat> so that led me to think so how do we how do we how do we like start to like how do we stop this how do we learn how to value ourselves how do we learn to prioritize ourselves right how do we stop this um how do we move forward and so for me it's like i had to recognize where it comes from because a lot of again like i mentioned before a lot of the habits that we have it didn't just start with you necessarily it didn't just start with you so for me like I know that to, like avoid scrutiny as well as like avoid punished being punished, that is something that I would do. Like I would value myself less so that I could avoid like being scrutinized being punished. I had a big fear of not being punished. I had a big fear, and I still do, um, of not being accepted. I have a big fear of not fitting in. Um, I had a big fear that I I was gonna experience separation or not be shown love or um, looking at my notes here, see if there was anything else. Um, Yeah, just this fear of being punished, not being accepted, not being shown love, like just having this separation, right? Uh, And when there is a threat of these things, like I said before, you you learn how to hide and lose parts of yourself so that you can remain, quote unquote, safe. Because it's a safety thing, right? But if safety means that you need to abandon yourself, if safety means that you have to hide parts of yourself away, like that's that's not, that's not true safety and unfortunately as black women of course i want to feel safe (laughs) you know black women want to feel safe in this world but um because this is an unsafe like historically it has been an unsafe space for us right it's been an unsafe world for us so we've had to like bend ourselves, we've we've had to fold ourselves, we've had to hide our true selves away, we've had to pretend, we've had to wear masks, like do all these things to fit into these boxes that the world says that we should be or how we should be. And that to me is definitely not freedom. It's not, it's not wellness, it's not well-being, it's not it's not liberation to me. That's, it, it, it's just not possible for that to be those things. When you have to pretend to be something that you're not for your safety, that's definitely not liberation. It just, there's, there's no way that it possibly could be. Um, so instead of us needing to change and think that we are the problem, it was quite the opposite, but since our humanity was never respected, our humanity was never honored, our humanity was never supported. Um, like that idea of the of others changing on behalf of Black women, like that that has never really been on the table of as a as a possibility, right? So, some things that I am doing that I want to share with you. Okay, uh, firstly. I'm reading my notes here. Uh, firstly, I feel like you need to get real about the areas of your life where you aren't valuing yourself, because for everyone, it's going to look a little different. I've shared a little bit about, you know, some of the things that I was talking about before, but our lives, like we're not the same person. I feel like this idea of valuing ourselves more is definitely the same, but there's layers to this. Some of my, um, what's it called? Mm -hmm. some of my, not habits, let's just say habits, but that's not quite the word I'm looking for, but some of my habits and coping mechanisms or coping skills won't necessarily be the same as yours, since we do come from different families, backgrounds, experiences, you know, that kind of thing, but again, just that need for us to value ourselves more, um, I feel like is a universal thing that a lot of us experience it just might look differently okay um but uh if you're someone that values everyone else but not yourself I really question again if you really are valuing others actually Space wasn't always made for our perspective, so NPR's new collection is necessary as it celebrates the richness of the black experience. Here are feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center black voices. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. frizz free up your schedule with way go to t h e o u a i dot com and enter promo code self care for fifteen percent off any product that's t h e o u a i dot com promo code self care feeling more grounded and relaxed is black girl peace for me and so I really need that while doing things like no alcohol plus no added sugar so i've tried all the flavors and i really really like strawberry rose it's like um a little burst of peace in the middle of chaos because again for real navigating this cali traffic is insane head to takearecess.com forward slash self-care and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. I do question if you are really valuing others or if this is just a coping mechanism um, instead, because just like you can't love others if you really do not love yourself, how can you really say that you value others if you're really not valuing yourself first? you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel like you're really valuing others if you don't value yourself, but more so, um, it's more so you regard others or treat others in a way that compensates or maybe even overcompensates for how you feel about yourself. Does that make sense? I hope so. So in other words, you'll value others or think that they're better than you because you don't like or value yourself. Okay. Now I'm not a doctor, not a PhD. I'm not a therapist or scientist or anything like that. Like I've said many times, so take all this with a grain of salt, obviously, but this is just what I, how I feel. And it's just what I think. Okay. Um, So here are some ways that I approach this. All right. Um, So these are not all uh, all encompassing, and these are not the only things, but I didn't want to make this podcast episode too long because I am a little tired. Like I said before, plus, you know, I, 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 we would be here all day. All right. So these are just a few things. One of the things is I had to figure out like what my personal style is and who I am and learn to lean into that. All right. So for me, one thing, I don't know if you've noticed, I'll sit up again. If you're watching the podcast or listening to the podcast, you won't see this, but I'm wearing, like, I don't have on really any makeup. I have on a little bit of mascara and a little bit of face powder. That's it. Um, I have on a very dainty, simple, little, teeny, tiny diamond necklace. I have on a black sweatshirt. Um, I'm wearing, I'll stand up. (laughs) I'm literally wearing black sweatpants. Like my thing, one of my things is just wearing very neutral colors. For whatever reason, that's my thing right now. But also my, my style for now is just very clean very minimalistic. Um, that's just who I am. And that's just how I present to the world. That's how I feel comfortable. Uh, I'm learning how to show that to the world more and more, but that's, that's literally just me. So it's like, if you want flash, if you want super heavy bet beauty looks um, or all that glitter and glam, like on social media with the post and, and all that stuff, like that ain't me. That's not, at least for now, that ain't what you're going to get. That's just not me. You won't get that here. And it's <laughs> the thing is, though, when I was thinking about it, it's like you don't have to be okay with that. You have a million options, probably a kajillion options out there that will give you all the looks, okay, that will will give you all this heavy whatever it is that you want to see. You don't have to you don't have to be okay with me not doing that you can choose to leave at any time but really it's not about you in that regard I have to be okay with that I have to be okay with valuing me and how I want to present like what what it feels like for me to put my best self forward this is what it feels like for now to put my best self forward the natural hair the minimal makeup even though I will do a lip Okay, I will do a lip, but if I don't feel like it I won't um, just a very clean and minimalist style that is me. That is me for now I don't need a lot of stuff around me I don't need a million different looks I don't need a million different pieces of makeup to feel my best. Um, I'm not saying that I don't put effort into my look or care into my look, but style speaking or just the way, I guess, lifestyle speaking, I don't need that. I still like luxury things. I still like quality things, but I don't need to have all the things. I don't need to have be trendy, if that makes sense. Like that that's just, I don't think that's ever really been me. And I used to try to be trendy. We couldn't afford for me to be trendy. So I don't know why I want, well, I guess because I wanted to fit in, right? But I'm really more or less, I would say 90% of the time with a, ten, with a 10% trendy, <laughs> if that makes sense, but 90% of me is just like this, this very clean, simple, understated, but still beautiful to me style, that, that's me. That's me. So you don't have to be okay with that, because it's not necessarily for you. It's for me. I have to be okay with how I show up. I have to love myself. I have to value myself. I have to figure out what my identity is and lean into that and accept it and respect it and love it. And you don't. Okay, you don't. Because like I said, there's a million, cajillion other options out there that will feed you exactly the way you want to be fed. And they will look how you want them to look. And they will talk about what you want them to talk about. And they'll present themselves in a way that you feel comfortable with them present or you want to see. So if that's what this is here for you, wonderful. I'm glad that you're here. If you could leave it and say, I don't like it. I don't love it. I hate it. That's just what it is. But again, it's it's for me. I have to be okay with this. And when I'm okay with this, I'm able to enter the world in such a way where I am more confident in how I present my message. I am more confident in accepting of myself. I am I am able to, to show my humanity, and humanity in a way that it feels good to me. I wanna be able to feel good about how I present myself to the world. Me coming, for example, and just having a super big face. And again, don't come for me. If one day I do come for that because I want to try something different, I can appreciate that. But what I'm saying is that's not me 100% of the time. This how you see me is more me. Okay. And I feel confident being able to speak in in, in, and really be myself in this way. I don't know how it would feel if I came super over the top for me. I don't feel like that's really being true to myself. If I showed up, that way all the time. Because like I said, when it's me around the house, running errands, whatever, just a very clean look, this is, that's it for me, that's it for me. That's how I feel my best, usually, usually. So again, it's not about you, it's about me. And the more me that I can be, the best parts of me you're gonna get, you feel me? So yeah, again, it's not necessarily about you, it's about me. So that's one thing, just having to figure out who I am and my style and how I feel good and and that kind of thing. Um, something else that I would say I had to learn is to stop not valuing my work. Like, for example, this, what I'm doing right now, whether you want to believe it or not, this is work. Okay, this is requiring requiring energy. Me showing up in this way is work and it's valuable. It's valuable. It's worth something. Okay. This is work. And I really had to learn how to value this, even though my work may not look like someone else's that's more popular, that's more loved and, and, you know, all those things, this is still work, period. You are still getting a piece of me. All right. This is still draining. It still requires energy. This is work. And this is still a work in progress, but I am learning to value this work. And being able to receive money is a part of that. Even though on my last episode, I told you I'm not um, motivated by money. Yes, I do need to earn money to live in this society where money is valued and this is that money is the biggest um what's the word i'm looking for money is the biggest like a you know, tool i guess if you will the biggest tool to get things done to live comfortably to live well to maintain health to eat okay <laughs> let's let's not pretend but as far as like being motivated by money like I've I I'm just not I'm not motivated by money in that way. Um, But I still need to be able to receive money. And for the longest time, I was not okay with seeing that what I'm doing. And I've been doing this podcast since maybe like 2019, if I'm not mistaken. So at least three or four years I've been doing this podcast. Um, but it took a long time for me to even start to value what I was doing, value the way that I was connecting, value the way that I was um, speaking life into others, um, valuing the way that I was letting my guards down and letting people in and doing my best to teach and, and, and support and love on other Black women. Like, this is work, all right? This is work. And there are some people out there that do not value what I do. And that's okay, because I value what i do and it's taken a long time to get to this point um but like again yeah being able to receive money with this work that i'm doing lowballing myself doing everything for free not thinking it was important enough like a lot of self-sabotaging when it comes to this (laughs) um i don't do that anymore or as much even though it's hard as hell i'm not gonna lie it's still hard it's still hard um but i've definitely made some great great strides, okay, Um, and I want to encourage you to do that as well, you don't have to be a podcaster necessarily, or a a, a entrepreneur, or whatever, but in all, in whatever things you are doing, like, learn to value your work, learn to say, yes, these things are important, whatever those metric, think, tools, or metrics are, and say, you know what, it's okay for me to receive these things, It's okay for me to ask for these things if they are not, if they have not been offered, like see the value in yourself, see the value, honor the value in, in your work, honor the value in your work because it's important. So that's another thing I had to learn how to stop not valuing the things, the efforts that I was doing. And I think sometimes we think that our efforts are not good enough, maybe like when you were a kid, you were taught like it was just never good enough. Nothing's good enough. You came home with a a B on your report card or a B minus or even a C or even a D, but you worked your ass off for that D. You did everything you could and you still got a D, like real talk, and you take that report card home and it's just not good enough. They look at it and they're like, what's this? I see these three A's, but what's this D? Why? Why? what is that all about? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we sometimes have been taught to not even see the value in our own effort, the value in our own wor- um, works, things that we're doing. So again, you have to see the value in that and allow it to spread out. It's got to be good in here though, on the inside first. All right. And again, I'm a huge WIP work in progress with that. I'm a work in progress with all of this okay we'll talk um, the last thing that I was saying because again I didn't want to make this too long is. Um, this is also another big big one for me and i'm pretty sure this will resonate with you as well, but um, not staying somewhere where that like love or appreciation or respect isn't on the table, how many of us have done that. What's the quote I forget who says it I don't know if it was Maya Angelou. Bell hooks. I don't know who said this, but, and I don't even know the exact quote, but something about how um, just knowing when to get up when love is no longer being served at the table. I know you know that quote. I know you know that quote, but that's where I'm going with this. Okay. But not staying somewhere where that love, like that love for you or that appreciation or that respect or like where you're not being honored. And you have to learn, or I, speaking for myself, just having to learn how to release those situations which i'm not saying that that's easy it's not easy it's kind of like you know which consequence are you going to have to ultimately be okay with right but it's not easy always to release those situations and um And for me, it was just like those situations or like just not being okay with like staying at a surface level because that isn't what I want to do. If you have been riding with me for a while, you may have been lucky enough to get that t-shirt where I said, I am not a surface level uh, conversation kind of chick. I'm not. And I'm not saying that everyone has to be the same to be in my stratus, in my, in my, my solar system or in my, you know what I'm trying to say? I'm not saying that at all. But sometimes you have to let go of situations where you are trying to get to a certain place because the dysfunction is not working for you anymore. But the situation that you're in, they want to stay at a certain level, but you don't, you want to go deeper. And so you're going to have this friction gonna keep bumping up against you know certain parts of you um that are like no i want i i can't do this anymore i need more sometimes you've got to be able to release or minimize those types of situations free so that you can continue to honor yourself the way that you deserve um but yeah i would i would stay places because i would want to to stay quote-unquote safe by putting the well-being Of others before me, or the happiness of others before me, or just like just putting others first, period, in certain situations. I I really try not to do that anymore. And for me, that has looked like, again, letting certain situations go or minimizing certain situations, as well as really just not being in uh, a relationship with someone (laughs) at all, as far as like being single. I've been single for a very long time, but the thing is, I've been single for a very long time for a whole variety of reasons from one season to the next. And I've had to be okay with that. I've had to be okay with that. I feel like, at least for now, I'm thinking that at the right time, things will kind of like fall into place. Um, But I just cannot allow myself to just take any old thing anymore. I just like, I'm just not there anymore. I'm just not there anymore. And I would rather just continue to put myself first than just take any old thing. I I just I just don't wanna do, I like refuse to do that right now in my life. So that's kind of like where I am. But um, yeah, and by the way, the people that I would do that for, and you might find this to be similar, I really want you to think about this, but the people that you would do that for, where you would just kind of like prioritize their well-being all the time, their happiness, like you didn't want to make any waves, like the people that you do that for and they were okay with that or oblivious to that, usually they themselves are not even emotionally healthy anyway. Think about that. The people that are wanting you or expecting you to put your, to lessen your value, push your boundaries to the side, not honor and respect you, you know, who you are on the inside. They want it their way all the time, or there's going to be a problem, like just different situations and scenarios. Right. But the people that would do that or be oblivious to you wanting more, they're okay with the status quo because it's working in their favor. Usually pretty much probably all the time. Those people are not even healthy themselves. They're not even emotionally healthy themselves. They, they too are in need of healing, but a lot of times they're not even, they don't even want to acknowledge that. They would just rather stay in the dysfunction or continue to deny, for whatever reason, that they are not in a good place. They don't want to go below the surface. They're not willing to do it or they're not able to do it. So they're okay with you littling yourself you, or them belittling you or you not valuing yourself because it serves them. It serves them, whether they subconsciously or, or consciously know that it serves them. But both of you, like you're being, you're, both parties are being served, if that makes sense, one way or another. Um, but it, it's going to take something for you to kind of like step out of that, step out of that situation, step out of that relationship that you have with yourself so that you can start to value yourself more. That's what it is because me looking outside of you right I don't know what's going on on the inside of you but just me looking at you I can tell you a million percent that you're definitely worthy and you're definitely valuable but until we no I just have the hiccups excuse me until we I don't know if that was a burp or a hiccup my apologies um until we um can really take care of and nurture and love on the inner person in here, your spirit, your soul, that inner little girl that's still in there, she's still a part of you. She's still there until we can really start to value and love on and appreciate and respect what we have going on on the inside. Like the outside's never gonna match up. You won't, it just won't, it's just, it's not possible. And the things that do match up, they're not real, because they're being built on how you feel about yourself and the ways that you are masking and hiding and pretending and fronting right. And I can tell you too that sometimes as you start to really value and appreciate what's going on in here those outwardly things they're going to have to crumble they're going to have to fall. Because again, look at what you built them on. They're not sustainable. It's just not. And as those things start to be released and fall away and crumble and get destroyed or whatever, or even God just making that separation, as hard as it's going to be, it's required because there's something else that needs to be built and built up. But that can happen until you really start getting real. So, my question to you is: Do you value yourself, sis? I have a freaking gnat in here. Do you value yourself? Do you really value yourself, or do you just say that you do because it sounds good? I was in the latter camp. I just said it. I just said it because it sounded good. Oh, I love myself. I like all this all this lip service. Because it was cute, but that cute, I mean, it'll carry you, you know, for a while, but I promise you things will start to crumble. The facade can only last for so long and it's going to crumble and you really need to start addressing what's going on on the inside and looking for clues as to how you can get back into integrity with what you are on the inside and start living your life from that place. That is liberation, that is doing the work, that is healing. So I'll leave you with that. (laughs) I feel like I'm like dashing off now, but I'll leave you with that. Um, I really hope that this episode, or if you're watching this on YouTube, I really hope that this video uh, edifies your spirit, real talk. I would love to hear your takeaways. Feel free to leave them in the comments below. Again, if you're watching this on YouTube, for my Spotify listeners, feel free to leave a comment on Spotify. I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode as well. And um, yeah, also, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but yeah, if you wanna join me on Patreon, we have uh, weekly Bloom sessions. Every Sunday at 10am Pacific Standard Time, which is 1pm Eastern and 12pm Central, if I'm not mistaken, but I would love to have have you. If you are a paying Patreon member, you will have access to the, I call it the Bloom Room on Zoom, (laughs) and it's every Sunday. It's every Sunday, so go to patreon.com forward slash brown girl self care and you can become a paying member and meet me there alright, so with that said, I think i've said all that i've needed to say, other than thank you so much for being the best part of Brown Girl Self-Care um, as I continue doing this, not only this work with Brown Girl Self-Care, but also continue doing this internal work that is just oh so necessary for, for me and for other Black women that look like me. So I thank you just for being uh, in community as I just kind of like go through this process, right? Because it's really a, a healing journey. It's really a healing process. So now that's all that I have to say, other than have a blessed week, have an amazing week, and I will see you next Monday on the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. Take care.